0: Welcome to the Strange Life!
1: Why do we do these stupid intros? Yeah, let, let's just talk normally. So, uh, he- hello, strangers with This Strange Life. Uh, welcome to another episode. Um, wh- how did we describe the show last week, James? We said something about it being contemporary.
2: Yeah, um, you're listening to Mountain Man, Jux, and JD Strange. And we are Bangkok's only contemporary podcast. And by contemporary, we mean a podcast that uses words such as... Fuck. Shit. And bollocks. <laughs> I do like that. that. That's a nice intro. You, you sound like one of those late night
3: radio shows yeah. <laughs> with the soft rock, the what? shock jocks
2: you were talking mm. about soft last content. last week.
1: When I am listening back to these shows, I do prefer the shows where I talk a bit like lower and quieter, and just because you, you tend to like try and be try and affect your voice and try and sort of have a personality, you know and it just sounds wrong. You've just got to be normal. Well, there's,
2: um, there's some shouty podcasts out there, aren't yeah. there? There's a lot of podcasts that are very shouty. and It's nice if the subject mm. you know, lends itself to um, enthusiasm. Mm. But before you go there, um, it's a soft entry. A soft a entry. A soft entry. Oh, man, it a reminds so, me a a my of my wife. A bit of audio foreplay. Mm-hmm. You just you just don't <laughs> jam
3: twelve inches in there. You kind of work your way in. No, yeah, exactly. you don't go raging
2: to you the clitoris to like a
1: ball <laughs> to a flag.
2: You lose a bit of. L-
1: <laughs> <laughs> you lose. You use a bit of lubricant, oh yeah, and just ease it in slowly. Yeah. So that's what we are. we we're the we're the sort of podcast equivalent of lubricant.
2: Well, yeah, the uh, yeah. I had a, thought, I had a thought. About that- butterflies jugs, whilst teaching the very hungry caterpillar. Do you know this story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's by some Scandinavian guy, and it sold something like 170 million wow. copies. You know, he got rich, and the story is the perfect justification of capitalist greed. Really? Think about it, yeah? It wakes up. It wakes up as an egg. It's an egg. The first thing it does, it eats its own egg. Then it proceeds to eat the leaf that it's on and the plant that it's on. Then it moves further to a picnic. It eats the apple. It eats the banana. It eats all the food. It eats everything around it. It's It's capitalist greed. Consume, consume, consume until it... Metaphor- meta- Metaphorically, <laughs> no, metamorphosis, me- metamorphosis into this beautiful, vibrant butterfly, mm. and that is greed at its most basic, isn't it? Just yeah. eat everything around you, consume, consume, so and of- then you will take flight as a beautiful. I mean, being. I
3: remember that story as a kid. I mean, you guys must have been mm. kids. Did you guys read the Hungry I Shatter was a pillar? kid.
2: You guys must have been kids. <laughs>
3: Oh, No, but I mean, you guys are about <laughs> I, 10 years I was definitely ten years, a kid You have 10 years No, yeah, we got the
2: hungry caterpillar me. Yeah, do, I do think it remember? predated us a little bit, actually Probably the 70s, it, it came, wasn't it, it? Yeah,
3: it came out in 1969
2: uh, Oh, really? Yeah. yeah
3: So is this like Animal Farm?
1: where it's like they, George Orwell they, they write about one subject but really it's kind of a, a simile or metaphor for other things I'm is not that,
2: sure it was intended to be oh really? but it's so, just my right. personal interpretation of the story yeah, of the That's interesting.
3: I, I like your take on it actually it, it, it says that it sold 50 million copies worldwide and it has been described to sold the equivalent of a copy per minute since its publication
2: wow that Jesus. is fucking nuts and it's only what Ten pages yeah and there's about
3: i mean it's 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 actually seven words on each page
2: story but i mean i think
3: i think the art with it it just it just appeases the kids yeah the artistic the the colors they're vibrant and uh and it it honestly just follows a, a caterpillar and it puts it so simply For children to understand Mm -hmm. something as difficult as metamorphosis, Mm
2: -hmm. yeah, just eat, eat, Uh, eat. Oh, talking about metamorphosis. Have you read
1: Kafka's Metamorphosis? No. Yeah. Oh man, it's really, really good. It's (laughs) it's basically this guy wakes up in his bed one morning and he's turned into a like a cockroach, isn't it? Yeah. He's basically turned into this cockroach, and he he has this kind of obviously as he would if he woke up and you're you're a cockroach. He has this kind of. Existential sort of yeah. chat with himself, doesn't he? is he's kind of waking up and he's hearing his mum and dad in the other bedroom. And any, anyway, Kafka metamorphosis. Yeah, I, I
2: struggle with Kafka. He wrote these really long sentences, you know, yes, and very weird. And he was an insurance sales or insurance admin man or something, but he was completely fucking mad. He would <laughs> his neighbors reported that he would just cackle loudly at night as he was writing he would laugh you know and as he was thinking of these bizarre stories and he didn't sell anything when he was alive oh, you know, he didn't make any money theme, and, the yeah, the, the estate um, sold the work eventually yeah. I don't think he sold much at all maybe the odd story or two you know
3: we've talked about it before like uh, Van Gogh uh, 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 this Edgar, strange life Ed, Edgar Allan Poe mm-hmm. because these people who are you know literary, literary geniuses and artistic geniuses and they what sold we consider when them, they were alive and they died with Paul. literally <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this is partly <laughs> because there's
2: a reason for this now because both the guys you mentioned they had no real um, social skills they were anti-social right. they weren't able artistic to market probably. yeah uh, you know Maybe Asperger's, something like that, you know, functioning autism of some sort. Um, but they were unable to market themselves, um, and their work was discovered lately. Because being an artist, there's, there's the actual creating the art is a very antisocial process for yeah. you know, visual artist or yeah. a writer or whatever. You know, you've got to be in a room for a long time by yeah. yourself, just working it out how yeah. it works. Mm-hmm. Then you've got to go out and figure out it how it to yourself. fucking talk mm. to people yeah. because you've been isolated for all this right, time yeah. and uh yeah often the best artists are really lousy salesmen and mm. they don't have agents uh, or anything you know can,
1: yeah. imagine, can imagine if in like 200 years old jay jay newman's books are like uh revered you know like uh, some of the classics that we have in the last hundred years yeah. like people find like extra meaning in all the stuff that
2: he wrote. But we're not going to last that long because the world's going to end due to global warming. Do you think so? Greta, according yeah. to Greta Th- yeah. Thunberg, we're, we're,
3: all, we're all... Greta bags. <laughs> yeah. Iceberg. We're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're, <laughs> all, we're all going to hell in a fucking big iceberg. We've only got a few months <laughs> left. Hey, yeah. hey we're,
1: we're talking about um, civilizations and species, species that have been and gone. Um, I was reading this shit about dragonflies, as I was saying, right? Yeah. And listen to this shit, right? The largest known insect of all time was a predator uh, resembling a dragonfly. It's it's like a distant relative, basically. Uh, It's called the Meganeuropsis, and it ruled the skies before... uh, Ptosaurs. What are they called? Ptosaurs, like the...
2: the, the, old, the, the flying yeah, 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 dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Pterodactyls. Pterodactyls. Pterodactyls, yeah. Pterosaurs, that's Pterosaurs, it. Yeah. Pterosaurs. Oh. Sorry, sorry.
2: Pterosaurs yeah. is all the flying ones, I guess. So yeah, Pterodactyls yeah, yeah. is one yeah. of them. Okay. okay. Well, listen
1: to this, right? Um, from from <laughs> So basically, they, they found all this shit, and from these two finds, they, um, it was estimated that Meganeuropsis had a body of roughly 47 centimetres long and a wingspan of 75 centimetres centimeters this fucking dragonfly. Yeah. Imagine
3: that flying around man.
1: Yeah. It's like the size of an eagle.
3: I, I researched this a Fuck little bit. Me. A lot of things were bigger that back then because the oxygen levels were actually higher. Yeah. Correct, yeah. So
1: during the Carboniferous there was a massive influx in global oxygen levels and this allowed many land-living invertebrates to get huge sizes, yeah. Yep. See so right. And idols of the fact on, um, oxy- on.
3: oxygen but, levels back then were about 20% higher than yeah. they are, which means more oxygen means like life is plentiful. So
2: the glo- the globe wasn't as warm back then. So mm. we, yeah, yeah. life do, was much better back
3: then. Do you think
1: yeah, another Greta uh, point. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think there'll be a time where Jurassic Park's real? Like, they can, they can do the splicing of the genes. They can, you know, get a lizard or whatever, or a bird, uh, splice it with a dinosaur gene. Because they, they're, they're already, know, like, close I've, to bringing the mammoth back, aren't they? They're, they're right. close to
2: doing that. I think it's it practically it can be done now can't it? it must yeah, pretty it much saying, I think I think they can. I just think you know you wouldn't do it for legal reasons really. Right. <laughs> who's who's going to insure you? I mean there's a big
3: moral <laughs> reason there too like stem cell research is still pretty a hot debated topic. Mm. All these all these things like you're just you're fucking with life and it's natural course. I mean that that definitely does, it doesn't float well with
1: If you could choose your baby's eye colour their sort of general how good looking they were what iq it had wouldn't you do that i mean say if it was within like the the reach of you in terms of price say ten thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars expensive but something you could probably save up for if you had like two or three years to do it would you would you choose to do that no. no, of course not. I, I
2: mean, we do to a certain extent by choosing the partner yeah. who we wish to mate with.
1: I mean, I mean that's kind of gene uh, GMO, isn't it? Yeah. No, not non GMO. No GMO. Yeah, kind of gene modifying, isn't it? When you're sort of choosing the partner. Some Na- people would, selection. and I, I think I mm. think
3: ideally the rich would.
1: Yeah, and then this is what I was talking about the other week. That's when the divide gets bigger. When the rich can choose these superior uh, babies, and they come out and. Uh, You know, just flying. They they actually they
3: actually tried that back in the forties. Nazis had uh, birthing birthing uh, basically birthing camps, right? And they were they they were basically breeding uh, uh, German German military strongmen were breeding with with a a, a selected yeah. They were baby. They called them baby factories, right? Uh, and they would they would basically take the strongest men and the women who are yeah. the most beautiful Him, and breed the... and breed Aryan Aryan white babies. Who
1: was the crazy
3: Nazi doctor? What was he Something called? Something with an M. Um,
2: uh,
1: right. just couldn't Google it. Uh, People are shouting at us now out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, this Nazi... is. I mean,
3: you guys got to hang in there with us. Some, some of these things are tangents. So, I mean, we we just got to go back and, and make sure we say it correctly and make oh, sure you guys...
1: No, it's not those. But anyway, oh.
3: these baby factories are fucking crazy.
1: Mengele, Mengele, Mengele. Mengele.
3: Yeah,
1: there you go. Dude, if you listen to the last podcast on the left, which I know you do, there's a there's a series on Mengele on there and the shit he did, man. He was he was really gnarly, bad. gnarly. He was re- Oh, did you see that uh, not recently that one of the last uh, living Nazis got deported from America? He it was basically known for like 20 or 30 years it was a Nazi and he basically got deported. He was like 95. Mm. How, how do you What do you think about that Because there's a video of him Online He was like an SS guard I think Yeah um, So if you go, google Last living uh, Nazi uh, America You can see Like a He I had a He's so old and decrepit It's like what what are you going to do? Do
2: you know what I mean? So they're still arresting these guys in Cambodia, aren't they? Well, it, you know? hear
3: this. So I was watching, just they had rugby on, right? The rugby. And I was looking at the the Uruguay, the Uruguay people. They look fucking white. They almost look like 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 German fucking people. Uh, yeah, there's a theory about yeah, that, a theory think, that. Yeah, there's a theory that they went to Argentina. Entire, and, entire and South military. America Argentina, was one yeah. of these last uncharted places where you can escape from. And they look white. I was like looking Dude. at... And, and, and you could tell, like, even some of them look like they have this, you know, indigenous South America mixed with... They look Aryan.
1: Yeah. Right? yeah. They were
3: white, blonde hair.
1: Well, do, do you know that... The, the, and this isn't a hearsay or, or conspiracy theory. There are actually towns in uh, in Argentina that are fully German-speaking with nazi signs everywhere and no shit this is there
2: was true. a guest on joe rogan wasn't there talking about this no yeah. shit yeah yeah the I yeah get his I name up, a ufc fighter who has gone into yeah, it. yeah right yeah, yeah he but, did some research
1: here we go here's this guy so this was uh, this was august 21st that's why it's fresh in my mind um and you can see they're asking him questions and stuff as he goes out let's play it
2: guard at a Nazi labor camp has been deported from his home in New York City to Germany. This picture of Yakiv Pauly, now 95, was taken back in 1949, the year he became a U.S. citizen.
1: He served as a guard in the Travniki labor camp in Poland, the White House said. There, about 6,000 Jewish men, women and children were shot dead in 1943 in one of the largest massacres of the Holocaust. Wow. Pauli has been taken to a home for the elderly in Arlen, Germany. But it's not clear
4: what happens next. The prosecutor who heads Germany's Nazi hunting bureau says
1: investigations have unearthed insufficient evidence to prosecute. So Germany has issued no arrest warrant. In
2: Deutschland es nicht. In Germany, being a member of a criminal organisation... Top Nazi leaders were put on...
1: Yeah, I thought you... Yeah, I mean, when you see a picture of him, he's just so old and decrepit. Like, when do you forgive? Like, uh, well, okay, so you can never forgive the Holocaust, but when do you think, okay, this guy's 95 years old now, he's not really a threat. Does he still need... To, do you still need to atone for your sins, no matter how old you are? Even if you're on your last living breath, you still get sent to jail at 95 or whatever? Is that...
2: Well, you... Particularly if you're um, following orders.
1: Exactly, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure some of these people enjoyed it and some didn't enjoy it and some didn't want to do it.
2: I read an interesting book about um, uh, when, when the uh, the camps were liberated just mm-hmm. towards the end of the war in, uh, in, in Europe. Um, and the eyewitnesses said some of the things that were, you know, the atrocities that the, um, the camp... Um, inmates performed on the guards were far worse than after the, yeah they fucking round yeah, them up yeah, did they like the Americans would say okay we're gonna give you two hours do whatever you oh like oh my
3: god what do you mean two hours to do what
1: to fucking basically <laughs> kick the shit out to
3: kick the shit out of the guards to get your revenge yeah
2: to get your revenge to have some revenge
3: yeah and that they did not surprise oh me yeah god. they would just
2: pulled them to pieces torturing so them you know. I,
3: I hate to go straight into conspiracy theories but why do people say the holocaust does, didn't exist that 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 yeah. theory is planted somewhere. I mean, what even does, if it even if it's ludicrous as it sounds, where does it come okay. from?
1: well, well I, I know where it comes from. It comes from anti Semites, basically. So there's this theory that that Jewish people, um, basically ru- run there's the world. A conspiracy, financial conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they run they they run the world. They run the banking. They're, they're Zionists. They yeah, it. Zionism. Yeah, they're above all the governments, and they have uh, basically. Uh, a hand in everything that happens in the world so there are these um crazy people out there who say that these uh kind of zionist people didn't i, I don't think they're saying the holocaust didn't happen but they're saying it was more like six hundred thousand and 6 million and that You're these right. zionism uh, zionist guys have basically inflated the the numbers to make people feel sorry for them and to keep uh, Jewish people kind of uh, as a underclass as a kind of not not an underclass but someone but somebody's f- been victimology victim, going on it, yeah. Victimology, yeah, I think yeah. that's why but I mean whatever
2: I, I don't well uh, we've, don't we've all that. seen the footage you know we've, yeah. we've read the, the, the reports and, you know,
1: my, my mate's been to Auschwitz and he, he says that you walk through this thing and there's like a glass <laughs> thing to your left and it's all the hair that they've yeah. shaved off and it's like in a matte like just this huge pile of hair, and it's all the hair that they shaved off the the Jewish guys as they were going into the yeah. into the gas chamber. They used
2: them to line submarines or something like that. So, something, something like that. Yeah. Some kind of. Uh, um,
1: and then there's all the shoes and all the glasses. You know, the eyeglasses. Yeah. Like, just it's horrific. It's really yeah. Google it once. Google I it sometime I and yeah, look I mean, at it.
3: it, it, it. Just, look, I, I know it's a, it's a crazy idea. It's fucking nuts. I mean, whether, 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 uh, yes, whether it was 6 million or 600,000, they were fucking absolutely wrong to target a race and, and do mass extermination. And it's mass extermination if it's even 100 people.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So whether you don't, you don't justify it by saying it was tenfold less. It was still tenfold, a t- hundredfold more than it should. It's a thousandfold what it, mm-hmm. it should have been more. You know? Yeah, I
1: mean, especially when you see these uh, some of these atrocities in Africa as well. Who, who was the um, the the recent? Not recent, but like Gaddafi? last twenty thirty years. No, oh, we'll come to Gaddafi in a minute. But uh. no, in 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 Africa, they were basically just murdered. In one country, was this Zimbabwe. Um, um,
3: he just, is it the guy who who just died recently? Yeah,
1: uh, Robert Mugabe. Maga- Mugabe. Mugabe. Oh. Okay, go, go away. Um, what do you call it? So,
3: what do you call and, it again it, when you
1: kill a race of people? What's it, it called?
3: Um, ethnic cleansing. Ethnic cleansing. Ethnic.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh.
3: But it's really weird how, they, how the media uh, 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 talked about that guy's death. They almost, like, the media did not want to call him a mass killer. And he was actually getting um, medical treatment in Singapore. mm it's really weird how the media spun that. It Said Africa, one of Africa's leaders, like, yeah, they they didn't they, you know they didn't they didn't doubt they didn't you know make him out to be a, a an evil person. Which
2: yeah, when it, somebody dies, you got to be a bit respectful, even even you know um, whoever they are.
3: Well, you had Osama bin Laden.
2: Yeah, he's hanging out in Argentina, probably. Right. You
3: know, uh, <laughs> well, there's a lot of theories behind that too. They said that he died. You know, just, you know, in 2003 or something. Who? Osama Bin Laden. Oh, Bin Laden.
1: What's,
2: what's the Bin Laden conspiracy?
1: <laughs> Rwanda. That's what I was thinking. R- the Rwandan genocide, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, where basically the Tutsi, um, there was a mass lot of the Tutsi, and basically there was between 500,000 and a million people died mm. and it, they just fucking it slaughtered was, Cri- people it was and christian raped and muslims people. Yeah, the, I right? it, yeah i think yeah i think it was something to do with, with something
3: it. like that or ethnic eth- it's
1: i just don't understand how how you can have it in for a certain race or religion of people and just tar everyone with the same brush and be i mean the thing is with hitler he was a charismatic talker wasn't he have you ever seen some of hitler's um talks in yeah, front of people i have he was mad he, but but not without charm. Uh, let, let's have a quick look at some of the videos. Um, but, but what's since transpired about Hitler is he was fucked
2: on basically. Yeah, meth. one on one, or you know, in like a social setting, like on a podcast, <laughs> or at a dinner <laughs> party. He was hopeless. He was completely yeah. um, you know, anti social. But give him a thousand or. You know, he rose to power through those beer halls, didn't he? When everyone was a bit drunk, mm. and he was good entertainment. Shall
1: we have a quick look at this. It's only twenty-seven seconds long. You,
5: Arbeit für ob du glaubst, dass ich fleißig gewesen bin, dass ich gearbeitet habe, dass ich in diesen für dich eingesetzt habe, dass ich anständig meine Zeit verwendet habe im Dienste meines Volkes. du jetzt Stimme ab, wenn
1: I can't. I almost like don't believe that's real footage. Do you know what I mean? It's. It feels like a movie. It doesn't feel like I'm actually watching the real Adolf Hitler, who's actually there spouting off all this fucking nonsense, hateful nonsense. Um, there's, there's there,
3: there is a reason why the West feels that Germany and Japan should not have militaries. <laughs> there's a fucking reason there's a history you, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah that you know of wars and and all these things that look they said look you're not gonna have a you're only gonna have like a defense force in case you get invade uh, invaded and 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 this is all you're gonna have mm.
1: but 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 do you know the worst thing is and it's topical about today as well that the the immigration policies in these countries is, is giving rise to that kind of yeah that kind of hate yeah. hate for I was groups I was fucking coming around, talking I was
3: talking to a few Italians I was talking to a few Italians last night from and they were telling me uh, we were having an immigration debate and they were like
1: Italians are pretty racist <laughs> actually I love them well, I
3: was I was talking to them they're like yeah man immigration is 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 bringing our country down and and we were talking about how the European European Union is bankrupting uh, uh, places like uh, Italy Greece mm-hmm. because they're at the mercy of the Euro you know yeah. what I mean and and they. Told me Italy's currency before the European Union was actually quite valuable, right? And what I was, was wondering, it? I was, was wondering, it was
2: about fifteen million lira for a cup of coffee lira, as well I remember.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Turkish, Turkish
1: <laughs> so lira. They both had, no, no, they no, both is, had lira, it Italian lira it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, you right, can both right, have okay. the same yeah. name they, of a they currency.
2: Told
3: me, they told me that I was like, I, I posed a question. I was like, look. When I think of Italy, I think that they should have a, a very wealthy country. I feel like they should be a wealthy nation. I mean, fuck you guys. Were, all Vespers and George
1: Armani and... <laughs>
3: you guys were Rome at one time. How yeah, the fuck yeah. are you guys going bankrupt? And he's like, well, you know, immigration and, and you know, and that's usually the first thing that people say. It's a say.
1: buzzword, isn't it? Immigration. Yeah, immigration. Let's blame it all on those colored folks coming through. The, you know, I mean, it's I don't know. I mean, it, see, England has got a long, long history of, of allowing... Uh, other countries to come and basically do the work that nobody else wants to do That I mean that's the history of it you know in the 70s uh, it was um, Indian people who they asked to come over and then it was like Jamaicans who they asked to come over and, and they, they, they came over because they were asked to come here not because you know, they invaded us right. Yeah, the country,
2: country flourished as a consequence. Yeah. There'd be no uh, NHS without the uh, Jamaicans or exactly. textile industries with the uh, Indians. And mm. you look at this place in Bangkok. I mean, uh, most of the work that's gone on here to make this the mega metropolis it is now was undertaken by poor immigrant Chinese who came here with like a, a fucking bowl you know, a, a <laughs> bowl and, a, and literally, <laughs> literally a, a hanky on a stick, you know, and they worked really hard. Yeah. And they got themselves, you know, they married local women. Um, no immigration back then. Immigration only yeah. started in Thailand in nineteen forty something. Yeah. So before then, you could just arrive and mm-hmm. um, marry into the into the into the society. And now we have these mega skyscrapers yeah. and international um, businesses yeah. based the in Indians Bangkok. Indians have done quite a lot
1: as well. That, that's mentioning. Especially yeah, the lower I have, i
3: have a, a coworker. she's 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 indian by ethnicity but she's yeah. she's actually thai because her, her 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 family goes back to like the 1920s or 1930s living here in thailand mm-hmm. and, and they're pretty fucking wealthy now yeah
1: i think they in terms of real estate especially where we are now on suck of it i think the indians are pretty they own quite a lot of it i think um
2: but it's difficult as an immigrant, if you succeed and you do well, like the Indians and the Chinese have done in a fascist country or a country that's uh, um, um, desupposed to pra- fascist you know, um, ideology, you could say, well, look at that. He's got that and he wasn't born here, so he should go away. Or they could say, yeah. look at him, he's not working, he should be working, so he should go away. I mean, we're herd animals, so it's easy to, to point at another ethnic group and blame our financial mm. problems on on those people. And it's just, it's, the, the problems are these fucking rich elite who want but, everything for themselves. That's the fucking problem.
1: I, I loved what you touched on, I, and let's get back to the rich elite, but you touched on about herd and... and um Basically, you know, we used to live in small tribes. And when, when someone from the neighbouring tribe, when you saw someone from the neighbouring tribe, it was bad news. They were coming to fucking kill you or rape your wife or take over your land right. or, or burn your house down or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's why we're like... Would you say that that's why this still we, permeates That's, why, that's now? why we
2: can be manipulated, because there's that still innate yeah, kind of fear of, so. of opposing tribes. You know,
1: we're into... I mean, up until the last... Thirty or forty years, if a boat pulled up at your at your port, it was fucking bad news. You know, there were no okay. The last hundred years, if a boat or an airplane, you know, from from a from another country, landed at your at your door at your port, you basically you were fucked. We were coming well, to, Rome, and now it's tourism. Now it's, now it's, you're welcomed in. The, the British
2: were quite good at this. <coughs> it, we, we'd, yeah, we'd, we we'd arrive, and you know, things would be all right at first. <laughs> this, is yeah. you know, this is where false flags came from
1: you know this is where false flags came from there would be two British uh, galleons or whatever w- would, would roll up into the, into the town into the, t- into the country outside the country and then one would put the flag up of the uh, I think of that country and then yeah. fire a bomb at the other and then they would like use that as an excuse to go in and take the, and that's where the false makes flag sense. Yeah. Thing yeah, comes yeah. from sense. I explained it badly
3: but I mean I, come on I the Americans didn't come up with that on their own no. <laughs> Americans didn't come up with anything on their own. <laughs> no, I'm We're joking. the bastard jobs of, of, of Mother England.
1: <laughs> but, well, you know, when you think back to the American experiment, you know, when, when has a completely new country been started in the last, you know, few hundred years? Well, the only one's America. And when you look back to the founding fa- fathers and the stuff they tried to instill in people, it's pretty amazing the things that they foresaw well, know, it's all based on
3: perspective as well, because you had the uh, you had the Commonwealth countries mm-hmm. who were who were and all that population only knew British rule, mm-hmm. and then when the British pulled out, they were all of a sudden on their own. So these countries are actually, actually, in my eyes, mm-hmm. in my perspective, these countries are new. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the yeah, I guess so, yeah.
1: Like India, the, Hong Kong, even even something
3: yeah. like Burma. Yeah, we're under British mm. rule for a while. India, you know, mm. uh, Laos was under French. I told you, there's still Lao people who speak French. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Vietnam, French as well. Vietnam too. Mm. I mean, you have all the, those
2: Eastern Bloc countries. Croatia, yeah, Croatia Lithuania and...
3: Yeah, mm. they were under a lot Soviet of new countries. Union, and then then now they're on their own, trying to find their own identity.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. But I I nev- uh, <sighs> Back in the America, like in the early days, I'm I'm just going to sound like a toothless thug here who just doesn't know <laughs> history. But was there was a war to take America off the English, right, or something? What what happened in the early? Uh, no, there uh, was a,
3: there was a rebellion, right? It was like the Boston Tea Party, all these things because the British were taxing the fuck out of out of uh, the the, okay. the colonies.
1: Right, and, so they wanted they independence. Were re- they were
3: rebelling, and then they signed yeah. the Declaration of Independence. When they, when they, the Stamp Act, all these different acts that were, they were just raising tariffs on Americans to keep them low, to keep them subjected. And the Americans said, "We're not going to." The British right. colonies at that time were like, "We're not dealing with it." And they were headed by actually very smart people, people like Ben Franklin. Mm-hmm. These were smart intellectuals from France and things like that. They, mm-hmm. they weren't American. Let's not forget our founding well, fathers. No one was American. Let's not <laughs> yeah. forget our founding fathers. Well, the natives fathers. were. The natives yeah. were, yeah. But let's not forget oh, that these these uh, uh, founding fathers, as they say, they weren't American. They were French. They were British. They were.
2: Mm. Yeah, they fought the war to not get taxed, and then they just got taxed by just by the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> by
1: yeah. the Federal Reserve. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you all. Let's not go there.
3: Yeah, let's, let's uh, steer clear of that one. <laughs> 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 we don't want to bore our listeners. I get bored of American mm. history sometimes.
1: Mm. So what do you think, guys? The Catholic Church or Brendan Sharp?
3: Let's go with the Brendan Sharp.
1: <laughs> so I've wanted to do this for a while. And I don't... Do we like laughing at others' misfortune? Absolutely. What's it called in German? Schadenfreude or, yeah. or something, right? <laughs> that, that we like to... We like to see other people fail. And Brendan Shaw is a particularly nice example of this because he's basically failed upwards all his life. Into you fail, you fail he's failed upwards? upwards, yeah. So he, every time he keeps failing and, and landing in a better position than, than <laughs> he was before.
3: Can I can I get some of that, Brendan Shaw? Can <laughs> yeah. you send some of that my way,
1: so, please? <laughs> and again, excuse me because you know. W- we're not we're not entirely professional here, but um, <laughs> I'm trying to queue up some videos, and maybe one day we'll we'll get to we'll get to a place where we'll
3: we'll get someone on the podcast who play who has the videos. we need a Jamie right? Yeah, we need a Jamie. Pull that up, Jamie. Um, all, he, all, all all Rogan says is Jamie, pull that up real quick, and Jamie's got it re- ready to go.
1: So Brendan Chubb, he started out life as a UF. Well, he started out life actually as a, as a football player, uh, and he wasn't very good at that apparently, but he was a big guy. Um, but when the UFC came around he decided to have a go at that and he he wasn't very good so he goes on him and Joe Rogan are very good friends he's been on the show a lot of times and in this particular episode um, Joe Rogan basically tells him that in front of millions of people that he's not good enough
3: I want to hear it
5: while defending himself it's not like I was eating punches well, he was hitting you, you know. 100%. You were, you were flattened out. A lot of things
4: looked bad about that fight. You were lunging with, like, your punches instead of getting there with your footwork. Mm. And then launching things from the proper distance. You were, you were like, really reaching and loading up. Mm. You were, you looked very stiff. You looked very stiff. You didn't look fluid. You know, you just didn't look good. It didn't look like you were well prepared. Like, the, your movement... Just didn't look like an elite fighters' movement. Mm. What you were doing was very, very stiff. It was very stiff, and it was like a lot of apprehension in your movement. You could see the way Travis is moving. Like his boxing was very clean, very clean. Good technique, good movement. He's a bad motherfucker. You know, I was worried about you coming into this fight. I can tell you, I can tell you that right now. I worry about your commitment to fighting, and I worry about where you stand. Not your commitment to training. Not, not your commitment to training not your commitment to give it your all I think you have one foot out the door I think you're I looking you disagree mm-hmm. I think okay. you're looking at you're looking at where, where the future is going to take you and that you can't do this forever you know and I think that's a very dangerous place to be in fighting. You're a smart dude, and the problem with smart dudes is smart dudes think about concussions. You think about how many you've already had, how many you got coming up, how much damage you're taking in training. When does when does damage start to show up in your life? The reality of your skill set, where you at now? I don't see you beating the elite guys. Mm. I don't see you beating Cain yeah. Velasquez. I don't see you beating Junior Dos Santos. I don't see you beating yeah. Fabricio Werdum you came into fighting fairly late in life you're a good athlete you're a strong guy you're a big guy and you can do a lot of things because of that and you can you're very dedicated you're very disciplined and you get shit done but there's a reality of fluidity of movement of, of, of mechanical efficiency of movement that happens when you get a guy who's trained his whole life at a certain aspect of, of, of MMA whether it's wrestling, whether it's kickboxing, whether it's jiu-jitsu, there's a fluidity to their movement that you don't really have and it's Damn. not that you don't try hard it's not that you're not dedicated, it's not that you're not disciplined, it's not that you're not intelligent there's shit that other people can do that you can't do
3: <laughs> oh shit
4: if you had a wrestling match with Kane Velasquez, how will you think you'd do? Straight up wrestling? Yeah.
5: I think people would be surprised. Really?
1: You see there, he said you'd be surprised. And that comes into play later because that's the title of his comedy special. Oh. You'd be surprised,
5: right?
4: You think so? hmm I think you'd be surprised. I think mm. you'd be surprised. I really do. I think he'd fuck you up. There's a certain amount of... <laughs> there's a bridge.
1: <laughs> he doesn't do. really keep doing that. No, that's editing. Guys that's, guys the yeah,
4: world. yeah. And I don't know if you can cross that bridge. Mm. That's that's the reality of life you're a very good fighter that's not what the the issue is the issue is can you become a champion if you can't become a champion are you comfortable with getting knocked out three or four more times over the next five or six years Mm. you know and that's that is a a possibility it's a possibility it might not
1: happen so Joe Rogan basically.
3: God, I, I, that, that was like uh, you know killing someone with like a Q tip. You yeah. know what I mean. He was just yeah. You, that's in front of him, millions. Jabbing, of people. jabbing him over and over again with a soft tip until it actually breaks skin. You know.
2: And you, you go on the <laughs> you go on the show to promote your you know yeah, re- promote you. your game right mm. to talk about you know I think your Joe successes. Rogan
3: did him kind of he was honest but like that's just brutal. That's just something you don't do on air. You tell mm. the guy in person. Yeah. Do Ma- that. Maybe I think it was. It, It had to have been planned. Come on, right?
1: No, it totally took Brendan by surprise. Trust me on that. Trust me. It was not planned. Yeah, yeah. God. So Joe Rogan basically pushes him into podcasting and comedy. He says, you're really good at this stuff. And so what you've got to realize is that most stand-up comics, they, they work at their craft, right? They... You start off in these small clubs, you eat shit for years, you know, nobody's laughing, you bomb constantly, you fucking work the road. It's a hard graft. And most of the comedians, it's like 10 years before they film a special.
2: At least. Yeah. So 10 years before they got a good set. 10 years before they got a good 30 minutes. Now, if you
1: like this video, keep listening because this just gets better. Uh, So... Q. Brendan, two years into comedy, because he's got all these connections like Joe Rogan, and uh, he does a show on Showtime called Below the Belt about MMA. He gets a special. So this is just. Um, this is basically uh, his. Uh, this is the. This is his act. The, yeah, but uh, okay, but, but this is the like the promo, okay, for his okay. for his special.
5: This has been my dream since I was a child. this is the exact moment. Growing up, my heroes were not wrestlers, they were not fighters, they were not football players. My heroes were standing up lie closer, closer, closer than I Then when I was seven, my dad walked up to me he was all good closer, acting like a jackass closer. in school, and making everybody laugh you 're the biggest seven year old we 've ever seen. Right before I go on stage, I look at my brother and go, "How do I look?" He goes, "You look like a fuck boy, I'm all
1: stupid face movement I think
5: that's good I'll see you out there okay here we go you don't realize man where I live this shit's cool there's a ton of fuck boys roaming around West Hollywood I'll be the head fuck I'll be that guy come on bro next month turkey hunting you're coming I'm like no I'm not that's how I picture going down I don't need your guns right here okay cool there you go boys what do you want to do next month?
0: You want to do penguins?
5: I don't give a fuck. What do you want to do? <laughs> uh, yes! No, come on.
1: So, this is Brendan Schaub. You'd be surprised. Okay, the next part of the story is, is very interesting because uh, a couple of months later, the reviews start coming out for his show. So this is rotten tomatoes.com. One star. Wasn't funny at all. One star. Half a star. I wish I could get a refund. Not the money spent, but the time watching at least. <laughs> uh, half hard. a star. Wasn't surprised at all. Can't believe this guy is a draw. Um, one star. How does this register as comedy? One star. <laughs> terrible. Not even remotely funny. And he's pretty arrogant about it one star brendan straight up lies in his comedy special about what happened in his stories plus the jokes aren't funny at all i'm embarrassed for him i can't believe it unfunny this is just plain stupid so the reviews keep coming and some of them are really really good Jeez, burns
2: that is fucking harsh um so you want to do that set on a small stage in some little bar in mm-hmm. iowa or somewhere don't you You don't yeah. want to be doing your fucking early stuff was this as on a Netflix? special
1: uh, showtime how yeah. the
3: fuck do you get a showtime special just being a shitty UFC fighter? You're absolutely right. He keeps failing, He's failing yeah. upwards. I think Joe Rogan is setting him up with these with these gigs.
1: So that was Rotten Tomatoes. This this is IMDB, okay? Um honestly so, one out of ten, his MMA career was funnier. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going into how Damn. he has no punchlines or how unfunny it punch is. Lines. I'm just literally going to tell you not to bother with this embarrassing comedy special. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Um, one out of ten, sad. This was unwatchable. At first, I wondered why Rogan and Callum wouldn't just teach him how, how, how to put on a good show. But then I realised this cannot be taught. Uh, and based on the choices he made, I don't think he has the ability to become good. Um, one out of ten bribing people to rate five stars. So this is interesting, right? Basically, Brendan he owns um, a like a cannabis company. He, you know, he's, he's like he's like one of the CEOs. I think probably by name only. So to top it off, basically. They, this cannabis company put out on the internet that uh, they would be given a half price off cannabis products if they gave him a review that Brendan deserved. So they were basically bribing people to go out there and give yeah. him a fucking... Um,
2: That's sad. I mean, <laughs>
1: th- th- this isn't finished yet, right? That's but
2: sad. But yeah, it's difficult.
1: So, <laughs> this is on Reddit. <laughs> Brain dead slobs, you'd be surprised, full special. Um, fuck it's bad, real bad um,
3: I mean, can we hear a punchline from you? Can you pull up just yeah, like okay, would, okay,
1: right So, I mean, so, so let's, let's get to this let's, video Let's get to his best joke let's, let's, Right let's,
2: uh,
3: Yeah
1: So, uh, here we go, here we go So this Right the, This guy's called Beige uh, What's he called again? Um, oh, do you know what? That, that fucking video's gone No, beige fruit. Oh my god, they've taken it down.
3: No way, it's that bad. He's taking it down.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. So after hours, and yeah, not to break the fourth wall, people, but we are recording this a week later than uh, the original recording. Um, So. What you might not know is that Brendan Sharpe's people, and I think he's Joe Rogan's bent pixel. You know Joe Rogan's got this company called Bent Pixels. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently they do content strikes on anything criticising Joe Rogan or his like, inner circle. They just go and, whoosh, content strike, content strike. So we were looking for this video by this cool dude called Beige Frequency who breaks down Brendan Sharpe's special just in a wonderfully uh, sort of calm but mm. just cutting way, man. So, so here we go. This is Beige Frequency.
6: Um, You guys know I've watched some pretty bad stand-up comedy, but this was something else. This special was (laughs) legitimately so bad that I had to watch it in two parts, parts, and I sat through Amy Schumer's entire discography. You'd Be Surprised is so bad. It makes the leather special look like Jammin' in New York.
1: You Watching Schumer this special?
6: special changed me. I felt now. physically drained afterward, and my mind was left in a state of disorientation that I can only imagine Brendan Schaub experiences on a daily basis. CTE. There are moments in life <laughs> where you witness something so embarrassing and inept that you have to ask yourself, how did this happen? Why didn't anyone intervene? Now, some of Puddinghead's fans will make the excuse that he isn't that bad for somebody who has only been doing stand-up for four years. First of all, they're probably fans of Joe Rogan and Bert Kreischer, too, so their taste in comedy is terrible, and their
1: oh, cutting, cutting.
6: opinions are <laughs> invalid. More importantly, Shab is bad even for somebody who has only been doing stand-up for four years, especially for somebody who is friends with tons of veteran comedians and supposedly a has a beast background. of a work ethnic bee. If this special was a little rougher on the edges, I could give Brendan a pass. If he just needed a little... But it just turned out to be incredibly boring.
5: That is the hardest thing to... I haircut every Tuesday because I'm an asshole. Here we go.
6: Sometimes joke minute-long meandering story play out for you. Don't get me wrong. Even if Schaub tightened up some of these stories, they still would have sucked. But they wouldn't be actively frustrating. This issue is made even worse by another big problem. Shab has no understanding of how to structure a joke. Most of the jokes on this special had no lead-in or segue. It's
5: my first comedy special, man, so it's a big week. And I, uh, I get my hair cut every Tuesday because I'm an asshole.
1: Sometimes jokes... <laughs> yeah, I watch Hulk Hogan sex tape. I, uh,
6: best option available for Brendan...
1: This is my comedy special, and I get my hair cut every Tuesday because I'm an asshole.
2: Well, I mean, he's obviously what? retarded, but... I mean, I, I, I watched <laughs> this uh, earlier today, and the um, he's having help with this as well. He did not create this whole, like, um, that's your theory, arc right? of his story and a lot of... He, ca- he went to someone with a really shit fucking joke book, and they yeah. crafted some kind of weak story, that, that, that some kind was, of routine that yeah. would be... And that's probably why it's being deleted from uh, social media as well, because the people who really... Put it together, embarrassed, yeah. you know. Um, so
1: this story, you mean, of him being a, a failed fighter who finds his true love, comedy, and all this kind of stuff? This arc that you're talking about. Yeah, exactly, and if yeah. we
2: listen to the, uh,
6: the yeah. commentary around it's it's telling stories, yeah. peppered with humorous quips and occasional punchlines. The problem is that his delivery sucks. See <laughs> <laughs> a convertible Mini Cooper.
5: <laughs> Listen man, where I live, West Hollywood, converbal Midi Cooper's actually pretty cool. No one bats an idol.
6: And his metaphors are terrible.
5: We're thick like peanut butter. I don't know why. My mouth was so dry like a parrot's tongue. It was so fucking dry. I was like, a he's been so
6: many canning beds, he's kind yeah, like
5: purse spread over a carcass now. Just...
6: So virtually none of his punchlines land. He compensates with exaggerated facial expressions and body movements he must have learned from Professor Emeritus James' twitchy worm piece of yeah, shit. Or a getting a bad... He's in a shit!
5: <laughs> dicey! Dicey! Yeah. He turned me around and outside. I just went... Oh. Middle of the day. That's where all the good old boys hang out, and it is a scene. They're out there, their truck's freshly washed, they're proud of shit standing in front of it like this. There's grills, full rack of ribs. Like, it's a scene, man. And they do not like outsiders. They do not like outsiders.
6: Or getting a bad haircut.
5: After about 30 minutes, he turns around. I see myself in that mirror. I'm like, oh, wow. Not what I asked for in any facet. I did <laughs> I did not ask for this. He turned me around. I just went, oh, shit, bro. That shit is tight, man. That shit is tight.
6: What man? The- Oh, but the barber was an Asian guy named Jamal just
5: then finally after (sighs) ten minutes this dude comes out of the bathroom He's all what's up, man. I'm Jamal Who's Asian as shit?
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is just like a I mean, I I would not laugh at any of this.
2: It's quite visual as well if you watch uh, um, the footage
1: yeah, he's um, like, whoa! It's like really deep.
2: exaggerated yeah. um, hands gestures and facial gestures. So maybe that's what they're laughing at, or maybe there's a guy with a button that he presses for the laughter.
3: Fucking surprise me, mate. Surprise well, I mean, me. like I said, I came to that comedy show here, and there was some shit, you know. Yeah, and I was like, right. <laughs> yeah, every, like everybody was fucking laughing, and I was like, looking at, like, why the fuck are you guys laughing about? You guys I hate that when but people I think, force I, their laughter. But yeah. I think they're going, they're coming because they need a laugh. So right. they they're, they you know they yeah. will laugh at anything and everything because they came there to laugh. Yeah. So regardless if it's funny, they are laughing. That's, yeah. and that's the cool what thing this about stand up. Yeah. People want to laugh, right? They, yeah. They do. I mean, but I mean, these some of these people just need to be. They need quiet. For them to realize God when, damn my jokes suck yeah. You know what I mean How are you going to get Constructive feedback If everybody's laughing At your it? stupid Who,
1: joke This is it Jordan Who's giving him feedback On this set And said it's brilliant Ready for a showtime special Brendan This is great Someone, this is there, your someone who's trying
2: To make money Someone who's been paid To do it oh, he, he probably four walled it Do you know what four walls is When you just book a You can book a cinema and show oh, your movie, advance. right? Do yeah. so you just okay. pay for it. right? He, yeah, he might yeah, have done the yeah. same thing, you know, Stop. and then the producers are going to tell him it's good because they're getting paid. Right.
5: <laughs> Thank you. That makes me feel better. Thank you for that. He goes, but your lip.
2: <laughs> My name is Dr. Greg Shue. I'm a board-certified ophthalmologist. I'm the-
1: so, he, so this is funny. He's just been saying that his, his, his uh, uh, UFC doctor was Asian, And he was Asian as shit in the way he was talking. And he plays this, this is his doctor talking now. He was saying that he spoke like a proper Asian and all this shit. Just listen to him.
0: UFC consultant physician.
5: I take care of all the fighters as well as employees within the UFC family. He takes out the biggest syringe you've ever seen in your life. Like he's out of a goddamn comic book. goes, Mr. Shab, after you numb your lip, you need many, many stitches. This be worth paying your life, guaranteed. Worth paying your life
2: just for What fly. I enjoy the most is really seeing the rapport I have with the fighters. I've got to know them so well that they, they just know me now. And they just they just know me as the doc.
3: God, that didn't was racist shit. It's mm. That was. The guy didn't of. even talk like that.
6: Fuck mate Build down your spine. Well, more than halfway, well, halfway may the now, though, maybe the cringiest thing I've ever witnessed, and I'm still trying to figure out why he thought it was a good idea. Is he so inconsiderate that he gave a real person round. a stereotypical Asian <laughs> accent just to make his fit funnier? Or so if Travis Brown hit him so hard it altered his memory? I'm leaning to the first option because Schaub lies his ass off in a special. There's this one really awful bit where Schaub talks about watching the Hulk Hogan sex tape.
1: Oh, this is horrible.
5: It's been a weird week with the haircut and my papa being here. And then probably the weirdest thing that happened to me is I watched one of my idol sex tape. <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched yeah, Hulk Hogan's yeah. sex tape. I uh, remember, remember Hulk Hogan in this the 90s? The that I was doing on my first open night. Time piece of a night man. Night. The early 90s? Like he was chiseled out of freaking marble. And I start arguing with myself. I go, bro, you owe it to Hulk Hogan to jack off to a sex tape. <laughs> Clip, it's my son, Nick.
6: What's up, brother? I'm
5: like, oh, shit. What's up, brother? God?
6: He has to let everyone know that Hulk Hogan was his idol, but thinks Hogan had a full head of hair in the 90s and thought his catchphrase was, eat your vegetables. You say I yeah, don't I'll mind these, Hulk little, these, little, these little... He thought he had Brody hair in the
1: clean. 90s and shit. I, I think
6: he's picking a bit too much there. I ...that he didn't... a champion. This
5: is what you're gonna do. You're gonna become the UFC heavyweight champion of the world. Forget your stand-up guys. Forget football. This is how you're gonna make a name for our family. This is your dream.
6: There are a lot of problems with this story. One, Ace Ventura didn't even come out until 1994. Two, UFC 1 wasn't released on VHS until 1998. (laughs) It's possible that Chubb's dad got a bootleg copy somebody recorded, but that begs even more questions. His dad sees this new, barely legal sport of human cockfighting and decides, on the spot, that this will be his son's future instead of, (laughs) say, the well-established sport of boxing where a heavyweight fighter can earn millions of dollars. Well, we have
2: to, Brent, we have to, we have to give a little bit of credit to um, all mm. comedians. Now, you don't tell the complete truth about your no. life. I mean, it's not funny, the, is it? These,
1: the, these are the absolutely, James. I agree, hundred percent. The the bits about him lying and embellishing stuff. I thought, well that's, I what, think that's what all comedians do. That. do. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah,
2: part yeah. of the part of the game. Yeah.
1: I mean Joey Diaz does it,
2: monkey. Well,
1: everyone does it. All comedians
6: do. Yeah. It. If you, mean, don't you don't do it, it, you fun. haven't got an act, right?
1: W- w- what's the wo- what's the line James never let the truth get in the way of a good exactly. story.
6: Yeah. Yep. And then claim that, the that his dad made him forget about foot on the spot. Let, he says the fight took place at the MGM Grand. Now it's my turn. He acts like he was on the cusp of winning the heavyweight title He had to brush a really attempt to make his retirement. There we go. After the fight, Here we go. Brian Callan met him in the locker room and they started working on a plan for him to pursue a career in comedy and never get punched in the face again. This obviously neglects the episode where Joe tried to convince Brendan We'd that he is not that. an elite fighter and should quit fighting before he takes any more damage.
4: If you had a wrestling match with Cain Velasquez, how will you he think he'd do? Straight up wrestling? Yeah. I think people would be surprised. Really? Mm-hmm. You think so? Mm hmm. I think you'd be surprised. Mm.
6: I really do. I think he'd fuck you up. This was the conversation from which the special takes its name, so it's an insanely glaring omission. Also, after he got the talking to from Rogan, Brennan still kept looking for a fight for nearly a year. It was point stars and I think that's about
3: it. Anyway, so I just wanted to show you that. Um, well, maybe uh, it was a handout. Maybe Joe gave him a handout because he knew he invested all his time and energy in the UFC, and then he said, well... I'll give you another chance to do something else because you mm. have a name for yourself, for you know whatever supporters you have. Uh, I have friends in the comedy business, and uh, why don't we try and get something together? Mm,
1: but and this, but this, but even if that happened, Jordan and Joe Rogan, obviously you saw him doing stand up.
3: Would, wouldn't he have said you're not ready for maybe a special? Maybe he did You're not ready for maybe a special. Maybe he didn't. On, maybe on, he m- maybe him. he just said uh, Okay you have a month or two months To get ready for your comedy special I booked everything for you I'm busy as fuck I got my own podcast oh, run Rogan booked it for him Well I'm oh, wow. thinking that he was He was like you know One of these like you know Main proprietors of yeah. getting Getting his name well, out I, there and doing yeah.
1: it I, I would have thought It might have been the other way That Rogan was
3: like No way you're not
1: ready You're not ready for Don't, don't put me through this Because I was the one that But even though even though he, even though he, he bombed comedy.
3: His comedy special Rogan didn't take heat for it so maybe he knew he was online maybe he's he w-
1: online i'll tell you now he's getting a lot of shit is he yeah yeah
3: yeah yeah yeah
1: absolutely but you have gotta you, you gotta be invested in this shit like i am and read you have gotta fucking dig deep and read all the reviews and the the feedback and stuff like that people are hating on joe for, for letting brendan yeah. subject us to this shit but
2: i reckon he set him up for a fool
3: i think so too yeah, Ooh.
1: yeah that's
2: that's uh yeah that's me yeah this boy's far too uh this boy's far too uh confident well, far well, too confident cocky in himself yeah. let, let, let's give him his little moment and yeah. uh, watch what happens
3: he wanted his big moment in fighting Now he wanted his big moment on something else, like comedy. And then Joe's like, "Fine, you want the title fight? I'll give you the title fight. I'll give you a special." And what happened? He got knocked off. That that, that kind of behavior
2: needs medicating. And uh, one way to medicate is 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 give someone enough, uh, long enough rope so they can hang themselves.
1: I did want to. Try and look at some of the better comments. Um, You see, they were all in the fucking
3: videos. (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, the comments were pretty fucking hilarious
2: on their own. I mean... Where does he go from here, though? Where does he go to go back in a ring? Does he try comedy again? Well, where, where's next? I mean, he he, he doesn't need he, the money. He right? He
3: has some money. I mean, he's got to make some money off either a UFC fight. He has a cannabis business, which is a booming fucking business. So he'll probably find his next venture. I would say the other
1: the other comedians apparently hate him because in the comedy store in in LA, there's there's certain etiquette, um, and one of the one of the sort of uh, pieces of thing etiquette things is that only the, like, the sort of bigger comedians, the name comedians, the headliner comedians come park in the car yeah, park. Yeah. So Brendan Schaub is two years into comedy and because he's made money from other things, he drives a Ferrari.
2: And, and he then, parks that right in the lot. he comes yeah. and parks
1: in the lot while all these fucking com- other comedians are sleeping in their shitty fucking cars. Right. And they, you know... They so do, I wonder if just, Rogan
2: is really friends with him or, you know, would you do that to your friend on live on air on a podcast, just totally slate his career? And then set him up for a fall in another career. I mean, it's because Joe needs to be good buddies with the guys at the uh, the comedy store, right? At the comedy club. Yeah. So he doesn't want to be. Uh, no, he's see- back
1: there now though. As well, he's back there now. But uh, no, I, th- I do a lot think they're friends. Yeah. I do, I do think they are still friends, but... Um.
3: I I sense send some um, genuineness in, in Rogan's voice because I think he this guy literally okay. came on the show and he was taunting himself and Joe Rogan's like, look, man, I'm tired of listening to your shit. You're really not that fucking good. I think that's what happened. He came in like cocky ass.
2: But that doesn't explain the, uh, the comedy thing, you know, because he, he's obviously not good at comedy. He's better at fighting, right? I don't, so, you know. so why did he set him up for a fall in two disciplines that he knows pretty well, right?
1: Well, I, I don't know if he's, if he's, you know, if he's setting him up for a for a fall or not. but...
2: No skullduggery, just trying to no, help him no. I,
1: I think he's he's genuinely he's genuinely been been trying to be nice, but um, again, if I have to stop this, uh, I'll I'll do it. But I just want to look for the best comments, but. I can't even find that,
3: now. Oh, those are some good comments that you read earlier. I mean, it was...
1: Oh, here's a couple. Uh, you've got to wonder how many executives at Showtime will lose their jobs over this. <laughs> uh, nothing about this was funny. I watched this because I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan, so I came up pretty excited to finally see Brendan stand up. It was almost unbearable to watch. After ten minutes, it was literally painful. Less than mediocre storytelling with gay race jokes throughout. As a fan, I've heard his life stories and know for a fact half his stand-up was was a total fabrication of reality. After it was done, I felt anger towards Joe and Brian for encouraging Sharp to put this garbage out. It would have been much better if he practiced for a few more years before releasing a special. Um, A couple of people are saying that uh, Joe Rogan needs to have another podcast talk with him now about his comedy <laughs> you know I could do with this stacked up. have another special,
2: <laughs> and I wonder if Showtime actually selected him to have a, uh, a special he might have just bought it I mean you know, yeah I mean, he might have just forward there, it
3: there's gotta be some kind of uh you know, a, a tryout. You don't just get a special. I mean, mm. there are people who work their whole lives just to get a, a shot at Showtime. But
2: could you? You could pay for one though. Yeah, you know, had that I think policy. that's what
3: he did. He paid Possibly. for it, and he he talked his confident, cocky self talked himself up this this thing, and maybe he made a few bits that were kind of funny. <laughs> mm. Except, like just and and Joe Rogan was like, "Yeah, man, he, he's funny," and, and and the fact that you have Joe Rogan. Who is big and a big influence in the comedy scene? Vouching for him His- with the money and the vouching and with the connections, and I, I think he he got it that way.
2: So, what would you do if you if you wanted, one of your mates um, wanted to venture into stand up comedy and re- it really wasn't funny? You know, it really, <laughs> really, really wasn't funny, and you'd seen. He, like He performed a few bits for you and like he videoed himself and put it on YouTube and it's I mean, not very I mean, good. I mean, Would you say like, you know, Danny, don't get up there. Don't uh, get up there. Don't re- do it remember, to yourself. You
3: remember when we came to the comedy, sh- that little comedy thing they had here at Sportsman and I turned into a heckler real fast. You remember that? Yeah. I was a little, well, I was a little drunk. That was funny, man. That but I mean, really I, you, people were clapping and, and, and shit and I was like.
2: People should clearly not be up there. You know, but they gotta test mm. their stuff out. They gotta but, but some people don't improve. That's the
3: thing. Yeah. But I mean I, I mean I I understand how bad hecklers are and I was a heckler that night. <laughs> but it was uh, some of the shit that people were laughing at, I I was just like around this room a bunch of mindless people just laughing at fucking dog shit jokes. It, what they weren't funny.
2: Yeah. And one of my favorite stories was uh you know uh, uh, Joey um Diaz. <laughs> The uh, Cuban comedian guy—he's often on Rogan. Right? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he was saying that Joey Diaz, yeah. There's once uh, this stand-up female comic who really was no good at all, and she wasn't getting anywhere. She wasn't getting, she wasn't improving. She wasn't getting laughs at the comedy club and comedy store. And one night, um, Joey's behind the stage, and he's got he's he's got his penis out, and uh, every now and again he would open up the curtain, and she can't see him. He's behind her, but the audience can. Oh, I've heard The that. audience can. And speak. she
1: thinks they're laughing at her. Yeah, so
2: every time <laughs> he gets his ass out or his cock out behind and opens the curtain, the whole audience erupts with laughter, and she just thinks she's killing it, you know, and he's just vanished. That is brilliant.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that wasn't during Me Too movement, or he, he would have been fucking <laughs> casterized off the planet.
2: Mm. I, don't think that anyone, I don't think anyone called it on camera.
1: So, uh, I have got something to play. So, so people... People are blaming, and I don't quite agree with this, but they're blaming his, his bad comment on CTE, you know, because he's been punched in the head a lot, <laughs> being, a, yeah. being a, the MMA guy, and he's also taken a few hits uh, with the American football as well. So someone's put together a, a compilation of uh, Brendan Schaub speaking fluent CTE.
5: <laughs> um... Where do we begin? A little to decide where to start. However, you ever tried throwing a trolley, chin? No, I don't know what you're talking about, actually. Throwing a trolley. Is that what you said? <laughs> Carl Co- McGregor threw a trolley through a bus window. Tell me you know what the fuck I'm talking I don't know about. I trolley father. is. <laughs> Man, is my brain not working right I don't think you know I've ever heard of a trolley Take before. Take this... Take this round out, man. Are you shitting me? I'm not kidding. You didn't see Conor McGregor throw a trolley through a window. I thought was throw something. I don't know. But what you saw. Y- you're aware of all this news, yeah? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Wait, it's, you're talking about a dolly, a dolly. Damn it, that's what. I, was what about. I say? Trolley. <laughs> oh my bad. What I say? Trolley. Trolley. Oh no, a dolly. Yeah, 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 yeah. What they're saying is, so let's say what did you I like say? Um, Jerry Seinfeld, right? Well, who inspired Jerry Seinfeld? That's going to explain all about Jerry Fein- Seinfeld. Well, who inspired, let's say, George Carlton? If he's a Carl, George Carl, 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 Carl. Carlton. Let's say, who inspired <laughs> him? Carlton. George Carlton. George that Coltrane. have not received Bruce Spring-Spring. <laughs> My boy Jeremy Stevens got me that knockout over Dan Ho-Choy. Damn you, Duho. Duho-Choy. Duho-Choy. Duho What'd Ho-Choy. I say? Dan ho no, I said duo. Well, did you? Yeah, well, why did I don't know, it, Dan. <laughs> with Fassbender, with every, I think Fassbender is is the truth. You look at his background, and stuff like that, and he fought a le- more legit guy than Diego is. But <laughs> you can, what did? You
1: uh, meant style, Bender?
5: Listen, I'm a fan of uh, Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my dad, right there. Wiz Khalifa. Well, uh, you sure it's Khalifa, not Khalifa? Yeah. even I know. I think is. it depends. Well, I've heard bo- both. Oh, really? Yeah, Cleffa right. or Clefey. This guy's a
3: fucking I tool. Khalifa. He's just he's a very like good name I,
2: I don't like it. it. I
5: don't,
3: I don't it. get down with
5: yeah. Seerj. I, like, I, like, I, like, I, like, I don't like rubbery
3: shit. The you only time I've seen yeah, he's a so, fucking tool.
1: He's an idiot. Now. He's
3: just an idiot, oh, and my. he doesn't belong in front of a fucking TV. Mm.
2: He's just he belongs in front of a TV. He doesn't belong in front of a TV camera. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> he should you go. be the other side. He should be yeah, watching yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. smoking it. his fucking God, medical he, marijuana.
3: Yeah, dude. <laughs> he's just a fucking tool and fucking... He's just one of these guys that you see are just bullying fucking people. And he bullies Even when he's wrong, he's bullying others to yeah. to, to go with what he's saying or, or what he's thinking. He's like, yeah, you're Wiz Khalifa. And they're like, dude, it's Wiz Khalifa. I no, are both. you sure? Are you sure, bro? I'm like... Really, dude? I know his fucking name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Like come on, dude.
1: Hey, uh, James, you said something interesting earlier. Uh you've got three what did you say? You've got three hours to kill in Bangkok.
2: Ah uh, yeah, what because d- the what clock, do the, you do? the clock's ticking for yeah. jugs. So what do you do, right? So
1: let's set let's set the scene for you. You're you're in you're in Bangkok, um, you've come out early to do a podcast. Um there's a football game on in like 3 or 4 hours At there's midnight. no beer served anywhere you've got 3 hours to kill it's an hour what to get home do?
3: it's an hour to get home like
1: i'm thinking you definitely got to ejaculate <laughs> in that 3 hours and it's just a case of how or <laughs> where yeah or where i what? mean soapy massages as you described alone
2: or or in, oh, you gonna, in, you know, alone or you got to in concert <laughs>
1: What's he talking about? Actually, going to the toilet and just jerking? Well, you out? could
2: go to the cinema. You could find a lonely back row, and just do people still do that. Jerk off to oh. Joker. Do you remember? Do you remember
1: ah. They used to actually play porn movies in cinemas, didn't they? Do they still do
2: that? I was I was looking at, um, and we had this conversation about Craigslist personal casual yeah. encounters before, and there yeah. was one advert. Oh, I used to read This guy said he said I just want. Um, uh, i would like a young lady um to come to, with me uh to the cinema and uh masturbate me
3: um you got rap- you got a call right then too uh, yeah <laughs> this, this could be it was
2: his it was his ad <laughs> jesus this is my icelandic friend he, he could be a ice. he could be a random caller actually i could uh. put him on um But I want to finish this masturbation story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go on. Okay, so it's... uh,
1: I've got these ads up as well that we'll talk about. It's
2: in Craigslist, personal section, and he wants uh, a... a, He's looking for a a brief sexual encounter with um, someone of the opposite sex, preferably maybe transgender, to come into the cinema to, to watch a movie with him and masturbate him, to jerk him off whilst watching a movie. And I thought, who the fuck does that? Then I thought, perhaps he's American. And...
3: Why? What made you think he was American? Well, they had these, uh,
2: porn, they they these it it's porn, porn cinemas, don't <laughs> you? You get porn cinemas. We don't have porn cinemas in London. Well, not I know of. Or, in, or in, uh, in Bangkok. I think we used to. We used to. But, yeah, I mean, people used to go into all-night cinemas in New York or whatever and, and sit and jerk off, right? Mm-hmm. It was something. And maybe he came from that era, mm-hmm. and it's something he just misses. Mm-hmm. And he wants to... Did you contact him? <laughs> essential. <the> potential... Uh... <laughs> Well, 2,000 baht an hour is not, <laughs> not, not, not to be sniffed at, Mickey. You didn't <laughs> melt That I was talking about the earlier. Where, where Cut you... the hole in the, the popcorn uh, container. Yeah, 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 so when
1: they reach the hand in, you've got an erect penis. <laughs> um, yeah. But do, do you know that personals have been banned now from Craigslist?
2: Yes, the... but they call it something else. Yeah, don't so they?
1: now you've got to go to Thailand Services and it's in there. So what have we got here? um good suck good service anything you need here let's have a look at this is this a tranny do you think
2: uh they're most about 80 percent wow look at that
1: oh there's no sound <laughs> i'm doing a no, brendan sharp that's we, cte <laughs> that's definitely a good toy huh? No? is that a lady boy absolutely yeah oh i'm real lady
3: yeah
1: oh
2: wow right. let me have a closer look
3: i would
1: have <laughs> I I I bet my life that that was a good toy
2: now you're saying you got three hours to kill Jux,
3: there you and go. How you fucking go. go? I should respond to Craig's ads right
2: now. While I'm at it. Hi, I'm pleasure to meet you. I'm pleasure to meet you. I'm pleasure to meet you, and I hope to hear from you soon. Contact line, Grace. Oh, I shouldn't read her whole name, should I? Really? <laughs> wow. But it's here. I mean, she's probably contactable. <laughs> I, I, I am real lady and experienced service. Short time, long time. I can show good time I love right way. Meantime. I am ready now. Thank you. And she's divine. She's absolutely lovely. She's got a great in, peachy bum. Um, yeah, a lovely docking bay. We're in an animal, <laughs> <laughs> animal prints. You know, never trust a woman in animal prints, my mother used to tell me. The
3: title says, good suck, good service, anything you need here. Be bang let, bay, Bangkok. Let,
1: <laughs> let's do one more. Let's do one more because these are great. Um, top lady boy.
2: Yeah, uh, you gotta put a ladyboy on Let's it. see that, top ladyboy You got boy. three hours
1: to kill You know what, <laughs> look at that I mean, she's passable But anyway, there's. No, I, I won't want the description of what they do to you Just because I uh, fancy getting a, uh, an erection Can you search BDSM? Really sexy and beautiful
3: top and bottom ladyboy Look at that <laughs> Wait, I saw her on, on BTS Oh! cock on it
1: Lovely cock there. Uh, hello, I'm sexy lady boy with nice banana. Six point five inch thick. Tall, one hundred and seventy centimetres. Fuck she'd be bigger than me. Weigh sixty three kilograms. I am makeup artist and I'm used to be tourism student. Well, I can have conversations with you for sure. I'm tall, one seven zero, and weigh sixty two. I am look same in the pictures. I would love to meet nice people. I'm a nice person if you want to meet me, haha. I'm available for date, dinner party, threesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> date, dinner party, threesome.
1: <laughs> well, that, uh, that
2: escalated quickly. That's just in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even after. Walks that, in the park, threesomes. If, yeah, you're right. Even after that is normal. Long she walks said, on the
3: beach, candlelight dinners, threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> you're so right. These are
1: the actual words. I'm available for date, dinner, party, threesome, GF holiday, social event, and travelling. Just
2: threesome right in the middle there. <laughs> a threesome sandwich. <laughs>
3: I'm hilarious.
1: kind and funny. No, I'm kind of funny and kind. Sometimes, by the way, if you're interested in, in meeting me, text me. Do you want? Should we do one more? Yeah, one more. I could do this all. For, we've got to do this now on the podcast in future. <laughs> just just check in with a Miss few connections. Uh, <laughs> Oh, removal's been this. This post has been removed. It's been flagged. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Someone reported. Kenya, that. Ladyboy, Bangkok. Uh, you see, the other girl was she. You see, the other girl sell, sold herself, didn't she? In the description, this, this, you know, these people are just coasting on here. Really bad. Okay, here we go. Happy weekend with uh, not one but. Five, five eggplants.
3: eggplants. <laughs> Let's see what this
1: is. Okay, what's up, me? I'm six. Oh, by eggplant you
3: mean the eggplant emoji?
1: And then it's just I'm not a girl. <laughs> uh, and there's a I few pics there. No shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's see that. Got massive tits, though. Imagine like you're a late. You're a boy, and you decide to go for the old chop and change, and you just get massive tits, like. Bazookas. Well,
2: they all do. That's a look,
3: <laughs> absolute bazookas. We still have to do a live show at Chaos. Yeah, the Lady Boy Bar with the lactating lady boy. I keep telling that story to people, and they're like, "No way." <laughs> I'm like, "Hey." And we're we're going to report We're going to be We're going to be the journalists On the front line We're going to be the, the What do they call them The white helmets We've got
2: to I've already, already wrote that piece And Vice magazine uh, Rejected it They rejected uh, yeah, it Well I didn't hear anything back Which is uh, You know it, It's nice a, a rejection train, yeah. in, in publishing circles You know If you don't hear anything So I've still got it And I will publish it um, Somewhere
1: Here we go We've got Sasa From the Philippines She oh, looks cute Why do I keep doing that? I've got Brendan Schobb CTE. (laughs) This is Sasa from the Philippines. First time in Bangkok. Want to meet and have fun. I do provide full service that will give you satisfaction and relaxation. Functional, pre-op, transgender here. (laughs) Functional. Functional. That means that she can just drill you with her um, 12-inch... What's it? Uh, Anyway, I think that's about... Oh, one more. T.S. Bangkok... Look at this. I mean, okay, there's no there's no text, but the thing is, I bet they don't look anything like they do in these
3: pictures. <laughs> you take a risk when <laughs> I mean, you got. Three, I mean, you got three hours to kill, right? <laughs> right.
1: If she was walking down the street, would you would you know immediately that was a good toy?
3: No,
1: I wouldn't. I think she not not with her. Most of them, I th- I feel like I can. Where's the Adam's apple as well? Did they get that removed?
3: Maybe shaved
2: down. Uh, when is it? Shaved Adam's apple. That's it's how shaved. they do it. Yeah, they use a, a file. A big razor. <laughs> they use a file. Really? And they just shave it down. Oh, it's man. supposed to be one of the most painful operations. What is going The most painful part of. Uh, of uh, transitioning.
1: Are there, are there salons that you can go into and they shave your Adam's apple?
2: <laughs> it's a... Uh,
1: it's, <laughs> it's, a different, it's a different
0: type of shaving, well, It's a cosmetic right?
2: operation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. It was just a CTE coming through again. You
2: can get your eggs shaved, apparently. Your uh, eggs? Yeah.
3: What do you mean your eggs?
2: I mean Your, your balls? Your yeah, scouting. yeah. Ty, Kai, isn't it? Eggs. Um, uh, uh, a barber's. lady boy barber. Lady boys this, this
3: might be... Uh, no, it's not too much information for the ball. Apparently, my girlfriend says I have one nut bigger than the other.
2: I think...
1: Well, one definitely hangs lower than the other, but th- yeah. you're talking size as well. She
3: mm. said she said one of my balls are bigger than the other. But she said mine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. It dropped on the table. <laughs> 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 Sorry, boys. <laughs> um,
1: do you know what? I, have, do, have you do you ever scratch your balls and sniff your hand? You go you go in that bit in between the let your your, your ballsack and your leg and you just
3: oh shit I mean, we've reached crazy. a whole another level we just we just
1: we just we just evolved.
4: he literally stuck his hand in his pants.
1: i mean it's not it's not bad but it's not good it's kind of oh like... shit
2: just don't <laughs> Shake his hand When we leave No Don't no. even think about no. it No, I
1: obsessed With that kind of stuff You know when you, He you, obsesses He <laughs> <you, no, laughs> oh, says Do you ever stick your finger In your belly button And smell that No No Or oh, put your finger In your ear And smell that No Where are you going next <laughs> 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 In your bum bo- <laughs> <laughs> uh, In your chaps <laughs> eye Oh but do you, I'll tell you what though this, And this is disgusting I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe I'm uh, I'm, I'm I can't can, can believe you Alright here we go But <laughs> No, no, because no, it's not genitalia. But do you have <laughs> spots on your face that smell? You know, when you like squeeze uh, yeah. them, and yeah, smell it. it's like disgusting.
2: I, I think that a comes. I think cheese. honestly,
3: that comes from like cysts out there. I, think, I yeah. think it's the alcohol.
2: <laughs> I think as they say, as
3: they say, you become what you eat or something like that. So, but shouldn't
2: the alcohol cleanse well, the I'm a, body? I, I'm a vagina. Then shouldn't it be? I
3: thought your body's pushing it out.
2: Ah, uh, so it's pushing the toxins so when, out like, when you, yeah, when yeah. Because I mean, like
3: when you after a heavy night of drinking the next morning, if you're walking about, you perspire a lot, and
2: you get more of a stubble, don't you, after drinking as well? What's going yeah. on there? Hormones, maybe some kind of hormone deficiency. Has to be something with
3: the has to be something with the lactic acid but or something. I mean, the
2: smelly
1: ones for me are always right in the corner. Right, <laughs> right yeah, right,
3: right in here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the and alcohol. Then, um, to be honest, it's yeah. the alcohol
1: because I always think. If somebody If my wife comes close to my face Does my face smell like that? <laughs> or is it just
3: inside? Do you, why, don't, why, don't, why don't you dig in there And, and put it in and, and your wife's oh, And tell her How does it smell, smell, honey? <laughs> <laughs> you play, You played mystery finger <laughs> Which part of my body yeah. Does this come from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Smell my finger Where where, where did that come from? <laughs> Oh shit! And You say that, that came from my face, and did, oh man, the look you, ever, you would get would be just
1: raunch. Have you ever dated a woman who's perpetually got a smelly vagina?
2: <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, mirror. I have as
3: well. <laughs> I did. But
1: isn't it interesting? I'm though? saying what, that because I hope, so much I, I shame. Hope, I hope
3: she your, doesn't your listen. It's not your, It's not true, is it? I'm. I'm. I'm very. I'm like. I'm. I like. I have a lot of. See, resp- I, I have a lot. No. So. <laughs> no.
1: I say she, she, you she, want me to admit on
3: air that my, that my that my third girlfriend has a smelly vagina? Can I just
1: my? Can it be treated? My uh, a girl that I used to know, not my okay, my wife has <laughs> never. I've had sex with her. I've I've been out all day with her when she's been s- sitting in her trousers all day, and then I've had sex with her. Never a smell. Never a, even a a little <laughs> bit of a smell. It's perfect. It is. Perfect. Her vagina is perfect. It's just, it's it's a it's it's an organ to behold. It really is.
3: Do you like Do you like your your wife's pussy? I do. Yeah. Okay. Um.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I do.
4: <laughs>
5: that was the most like you know you weren't even taken
3: back by it you're just like openly admitted. But,
2: yep. Guilty as charged. Yep, that's
3: me. <laughs> I'm the guy. Q yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throat cancer coming. So, so mm. okay. So you, so you, have you have you made her come while licking her pussy? Yeah, we're getting really because uh, vulgar right now. You remember should, that should, we should had we, we should, had five should, years should, together. Should we pull back the reins on this one, boys? Well, let's. We're just going. We're going down. Okay. It.
1: We're the, going. the train's
2: already left the station.
1: All right.
3: All right. So have you have you yeah, made it? Well, well, just
1: remember, Jordan, have, that, that does, I had
3: five years with her without sex. Without penetration yeah. So I had to His be His face inventive. was like A okay. fucking
2: glazed donut does, does,
3: <laughs> you, you, it, you never notice A change in in, in in the taste After she's come There is a difference Of change Yeah There is oh, yeah, And yeah, you yeah. taste it and, and, and like after sex You're like Fuck I gotta brush My fucking teeth But It's not smelly It's just a different taste yeah, you Definitely know, like, you, it's, it's like That's when they say You have pussy breath is because you ate a girl out and it's, you made her come and that 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 taste is still on yeah, your breath. I mean, it's
1: like You a, mean you, like
2: you a you've had to go out and she hasn't come? <laughs> uh, James, you know
1: What are you so awesome talking uh, about? what uh, uh, awesome. Oh my
2: yeah. the fucking schoolgirl <laughs> fucking locker room. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, Jesus, I, do, you, I did. do you know, I, guys? They have this little thing that looks like a budgie's tongue. I, I
3: don't know why I went, I went towards Mickey on the, or or uh, Mountain Man on that one. I think it was because he's so he's so open about you it. You just
1: part the you, you you get your two thumbs and put them together like at forty five degrees to each other and you just part the the sort of top of the lip and that exposes just the little button, just
2: the little boatman <laughs> just, just the, really quick. The you guys should like, have seen his facey <laughs>
3: And um You know what I figured you know what you know what makes makes uh girls come? You do figure eights. Oh, like like yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've I've noticed the figure eight works. Do you know
1: how I'm really getting my wife off at the moment? <laughs> like m- missionary style, but legs over like that. And while you're doing it, one finger on the on the clip while you, one, you. and just like, you know, really kind of <laughs> Like that yeah, it I drives guess. them fucking wild, man. I never knew that. That's new
3: to me. I've only done that
1: for the last six months.
2: What about the uh, the static arm movement? You... What's
3: static that? arm movement. What are you like on the electricity?
2: Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: that was a exactly that. that. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Yeah. What's the static? I, arm I was movement?
2: shown once. I remember. Um, yeah. Okay. So you you insert your um, finger and you. Uh, um, uh, Touch the uh, the man in the boat, mm-hmm. but instead of doing all this nonsense, <laughs> figures of eights and all yeah. that, you actually move the whole arm like that. You move the whole arm whole like arm. like like it's hydraulic, and that is a guaranteed way to enter into um, squirting I territory. I can see that.
1: I can see that. Yeah, because yeah, because I I spend a lot of time on the clip, but then sometimes I just fingering like quickly.
2: Yeah, so your your hand doesn't move, mm. but it stays in the same place, but the arm does. And but uh, how?
1: Do, hang on. How does no? Your hand must move with your arm, though. Yeah,
2: but you're not. You know, you're not. Yeah, the it, fingers aren't moving. Right, it's just like that. You're not manipulating, by, via finger, you're manipulating with the it's whole like of the arm. It's like
1: one of those arm. pneumatic sex machines.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no that I know I've I've got got one of those of is. Got to get the DVD's Lady by pictures before <laughs> I go in. So you got three hours. This could be a new skill you could develop. So, uh, jokes.
3: I feel like uh, we uh, definitely turned into. Like we digressed, a, a, didn't we? Sue jo- what is it? The, the the sex talk host was it? What was her name? Sue Johans? Is that her name? Who was the famous one who came out late nights and she talked about sex and erotic stuff and she was like seventy years old?
1: Ooh. Oh. Um.
3: <clears throat> it was. It, it's saying Sue Johansson. Is that her name? No. She was an old lady. She came on late at night at like 12 o'clock at night. Sue Johansson. Is that her name?
1: Well, let's have a look. Uh, Late night encounters. Oh,
3: late late night talk with Sue, I think. World of sexual adventure
4: as real people relive some of their most intimate moments.
5: Seven years ago, go to NYU. What was...
2: Your, your life and youth, like, well, it was very um, sheltered and it. Oh, fuck
3: oh God. <laughs> just women talking about it. was late upset. night talk with Sue. It was yeah. late night it's, talk well, with Sue. it
1: looks like she's called Sue Johansson.
3: And she would literally, at, at late night, she would have like a dildo on camera. <laughs> really? You just stay showing, up for this shit. Showing how to put on a condom. Or different things. Like Wrong. she did sex education and she did sex therapy for people. Like there would be people that would call in and be like, my husband, we've been together for five years. And all of a sudden he wants to stick it up my ass. <laughs> 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 she goes, I'm just I'm just uncomfortable with things in my anus and I really want to make him happy. And she goes, well, honey. Let me tell you, <laughs> she's like, make se- sure you go she's for like seventy years old. She goes, sometimes you have to be uh, creative in the bed. Let me tell you, back in you know nineteen fifties when I was, so I'm like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we started the show on lube, and then we come right full circle, haven't we? we back to lube. Just, sometimes you just gotta lube up, honey.
1: Just make sure you have a shit that day because the oh, last thing you want to do is pull uh, his cock out uh, covered in
2: shit. Uh, but she would talk
3: about sex toys, different uh, things that you can do, and she was just an old fucking lady.
2: Yeah, and you you know she. So she's... she must
3: have been a bad slut when she was in her twenties. <laughs> <laughs> a
2: bad slut. <laughs> you bad slut. As a opo- as opposed to a good slut. I yeah. mean, oh, the bad ones. Just yeah, imagine sluts. the bad sluts are
3: best. Hey, okay, just close your eyes, for a second imagine your grandmother. Oh fuck! <laughs> Jesus, you you pulled me into that. You bastard. <laughs> I was like, well, but that. imagine your my grandmother. grandmother. Your grandmother is a late night ta- sex talk show. Imagine how you, and your friends are like, dude, I saw your grandma on ah, last nah, night. My aunt's, my aunt's <laughs> she was, she had a big black dildo and she showed me how to put on a condom, God, a yeah. magnum. <laughs> so Imagine me, turning me, guys, up to I school. i just got to
1: nip to the toilet for five minutes.
3: <clears throat> All right, are we, are we done? God, that, Before we that, find that really went fucking sideways, didn't it?
2: Okay, so three hours left. Go uh, hook up with. Soapy Craigslist. massage, yeah. oh, soapy massage. That get, takes by two the hours.
1: Way, can you get a happy ending at any any massage place? Or I think it so. If you pay enough.
2: No, I think I think
1: not that, the ones where they wear the orange t-shirts. I think the clue like is
2: normal. if if they charge quite a bit of money. Yeah. To start with, like Healthland or something like that, it's four five hundred baht. So don't be getting your cock out Healthland, basically. No, don't be going like where <laughs> families go, and you know. But okay. if, if they charge like 200 baht, which is how much, like five, six bucks or something, mm-hmm. um, then they're probably going to be open for be extra. extra services. Yeah. Right, okay. But well, well there's James. Knowledge
1: two, of the Bangkok massage. Two-hour massage.
2: Scene. That's, you know, and you're almost there. That's
1: Man, if I was getting a soapy massage, I think I'd lost about three minutes.
3: Yeah, I'm going to fucking just hang out until midnight. It's a long time. How long have you got now?
1: Oh shit, three, still three hours. Three hours. Yeah. Fuck me. I might have um, coffee. a coffee, few coffee. Another one. <laughs> Jesus, you'll be bouncing off the wall, man. Bro. I'm, I'm going
2: to get some food anyway had, if you i already had three, three coffees. Where I'm are you going to go eat? I'm going to get some food somewhere. Might go Indian. Yeah.
1: Mm. No, okay. Should we end the podcast? Now we're just talking <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> real
2: life shit. All right. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So what what are you doing tomorrow? Sorry, we um, strayed away from dildos <laughs> and butt fucking for a moment. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: we've got a, no no pedo story standard right okay we've been this strange life thank you so much for tuning in see ya and we'll see you next week
2: cheerio bye bye strangers
0: i'm running away with you that's all i ever do and that's all we ever mean i forgive you with Meet me at the railroad bar About seven o'clock We we'll talk while the sun goes down Watch the lovers leaving town This is for lovers